Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. What's your go-to strategy when you're dealing with fear, when you're really scared, or when you're starting to believe that you're not good enough? Mine? I want to quit. And I think about this because last year at this time, I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit everything. I woke up one morning at 4.30 in the morning. I wanted to quit it all. I want to quit coaching, my radio show, my life coaching practice, the Aquamonsters, everything. I decided I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. At 4.30 in the morning, couldn't sleep any longer. That was the decision. I wanted to quit. What about you? Do you ever feel that way? This is my default strategy when I'm in fear and shame. When I'm in fear, it's that fight, flight, or freeze syndrome. And when I'm trying to disconnect from shame, It's the moving away. I go and hide. I don't want to show up because the voices in my head become so powerful. And what triggered this all was it was the start of the new year. I had the event that I really, really wanted to do. And I think I've spoken about it on the show before where I was going to go and um, speak finally at this event that I've been wanting to speak at for years. And I got the invitation. The problem was that I was fully going to have to show up. I was going to have to dare greatly in my life. And I was worried about some of the people who are going to be in the audience that may have known me since I was nine or 10 years old. And what would they think? And these weren't people that are on my inner circle list. These are people that I've known and who've known me, but I was worried and speculating about the things that they would say. And that just led to this whole shame spiral. So then when I went to interview Todd Cashton, I was a mess thinking, oh my gosh, how can I interview him? And we had a great time, even though I was still freaking out a bit. But I give you this story because I wanted to quit. Now, one of the things is that we laugh in my house because I can't really quit things very well. I can't even quit a television show. My daughter, my teenage daughter was talking about this the other day. She's like, look, once the TV show's running the wrong way or I'm not interested, I'm done. I'm like, I can't quit. I can't. Last year, I was so mad about Gray, uh, uh, Derek Shepard getting killed in Gray's Anatomy. And I was, I was done. Like, I'm done. It's over. I spent 10 years of my life, you know, trying to get this, uh, watching this relationship. And this is so silly, but I did. It was my Thursday night fun night to watch. And I was so mad that I was like, I'm done. And I tried to quit the show. I can't quit it. I just can't. I have really good, one of my, top values is perseverance and grit. I really stick through things. So I will see the show out like I do other stuff. I'm not good at quitting, but my in default, what I want to do when I'm in fear and shame is I want to quit. And for me, what I've learned is that's a message that what's happening is that I'm feeling vulnerable and I'm really scared. And it's important for me to move through that. Because when I get to the other side, it's usually not as horrible as the drama in my head and the stuff that I make it out to mean. So again, none of this stuff is life-threatening. This is, these are things that I really, really wanted 
whether it was interviewing Todd, you know, speaking at this event that I was speaking at last year, it's stuff that I really, really wanted. The the other day I had created an event and I kept going, oh, it's going to be so long. Maybe it'll be shorter. Why did I set this up? I had all this regret and remorse. It turned out to be an awesome thing that I did. But my go-to, my default is I want to quit. For me now, it's a reminder. Okay, you want to quit. What's going on? Is this about vulnerability? And if it is, then it's about me showing up and reducing the drama and just, no, honoring the commitment to myself. This is what I've committed to. This is what I'm going to follow through. Afterwards, I can circle back and evaluate. Do I want to do this again? And then decide. But honoring the commitment once I'm there. The fortunate thing and how I was able to get through last year and I'm so grateful for is that I've built up a team of people in my life. And so last week, normally I would want to quit and have my pity party and be all by myself and hide away. But I knew what was going on. I knew the shame gremlins were really big in my head. And what I needed was to reach out to somebody who's earned the right to hear my story. And so I have a great network of friends and I called one person talked with her for a bit, was in tears quite a bit. And, you know, there were people throughout the week I was reaching out to, people that were able to help me or just hold the space for me. Or one girlfriend, she just laughed. She was like, really? You're this stressed about this? But it wasn't in a mocking way. It was really, because sometimes I'd need that just to jiggle, but she just laughed. It was was actually a compassionate laugh. She's like, you're going to be stressed from Friday morning until Sunday when you give your talk. You're going to be a hot mess, right? And it kind of jilted me into perspective. I was still a hot mess on that Friday, but it made me think. And she didn't go in and like I will say, she didn't go in and pet my lizard, right? Because the lizard brain is that fight, flight, or freeze response. She didn't go in and pet that. Instead, she questioned it and it made me stop and think, right? And there were some people who said, you're going to be great, And that didn't actually help. We would think that would help because that's supportive. For me, that triggered the, oh my gosh, but what if I go in and really mess up? And so I had to realize, oh, that word, while this person's really a good friend who's trying to be supportive and on my team, that doesn't help me. What's going on? And I got down to what were the stories that were in my head? What were the things that the gremlins were telling me? Were they not true? And then getting close to why was it important for me to do and what was the purpose of me to show up in the space and letting go of the people who may be the critics, but they're not the people who've earned the right to hear my story or whose opinion matters to me. So I give you this little story because maybe your go-to strategy is to want to quit when you, you show up and you get what you want. So often we think, oh, we get the relationship we want, we get the job we want, we get the professional experience that we want. And isn't that great? And then we sabotage it. We run away from it. Usually the reason is, is that we're dealing with our own shame gremlins, maybe our lizard brain, and we don't want to deal with vulnerability because that feels unsafe. So I invite you to really find out what are the stories in your head. Know what you're feeling, probably shame and fear. And then reach out to somebody who's earned the right to hear your story so that shame can't exist because shame loves secrecy. 
and when you can reach out and it for me it was an it was an entire week process there was many people on my team there were some consistent people that were checking back in with me right and i actually brought somebody with me to my talk that i gave and that person was really important i found safe people i had cultivated safe people and if you haven't start cultivating relationships with people who will be on your on your team and there's probably people currently in your network that you don't know about and the other is honor your commitments to yourself. Even when you're afraid, even when the shame gremlins in the back of your head are saying, who do you think you are? You're not enough. You're not worthy to do this. You can't have what you want. Even with those voices, honor your commitments. Go through the experience and then circle back. For those of you that are interested, I'm really excited. I'm offering a year-long group coaching program called the Year of Yes. Registration closes on Wednesday. We're going to start the group this Thursday, but go take a look at the program at how she really does it forward slash yes. If you want a place, a safe place where you will have support to honor commitments to yourself and you'll practice saying yes to yourself and you're going to be vulnerable and you're going to be afraid and there's going to be a storm in your head with who do you think you are, but you're going to have a place to work this out the Year of Yes program is going to be awesome for that. So thanks so much for listening today. And remember, if you, I want to quit is your default. When you're vulnerable, it's okay. You're not alone. Mine is that as well. There's no need to judge it or beat yourself up for it. Just understand why it's there. You know, Part of it for me is to keep me small. It's, it's to protect me and theoretically keep me safe. But it's keeping me safe from what I really want and how I want to dare greatly in my own life. I'm smiling big for you. Thanks for listening today. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wild.